Welcome, and thanks for joining The Journey. Hi, my name is Leah, and I'm a worship pastor in Ohio and the creator and host of The Journey podcast and website. I'm on a journey to yes as I follow the Lord's leading in this season of my life, and I hope to inspire others to step out of the boat like Peter and walk on water, never looking to the left or right and getting distracted, but rather fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. My hope is that you find Jesus in your journey as you hear about my journey and the journey of those in the Bible who join Jesus along the way. I pray that you allow him to meet you where you are and trust him as he takes you where he wants you to go. Enjoy the journey. Well, welcome to episode 25 of The Journey. Man, I can say it's been a minute since I've sat down to record, and I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty excited about it. The last four episodes that I posted were all pre-records that I did at the end of April, the beginning of May and then release them in May, and so I really haven't sat down to work on a podcast episode since then, and so I guess I guess I should say, um, I, I should correct myself and say that I did release episode 24, explaining why I was going to push pause and breathe before resuming, uh, doing more of the episodes, um, so that was the first episode in June, actually, but then I've taken the entire summer to be fully present with my boys and to soak up every memory-making moment with them, and I would say that I'm pretty sure I accomplished that goal, and I actually wish that I could rewind and do it all over again. There's not too many seasons in my life where I would love to just redo it all, uh, and this is definitely one. I would say the month of June and July uh, have meant more to me, and probably hands down my favorite summer of my boys' 18 and 15 years of, of being their mom that I have ever had, and I wish that I would have fully taken time to embrace every moment prior to this summer. Um, not to say that I haven't done that with some moments, but I, I, I don't know that I fully embrace that all the time. I've always wanted to push fast forward and get things going a little bit more. But in this particular season, season of my life, I have recognized the importance of just basking in each second and really uh, embracing all of it. And so I'm grateful for the growth that um, I've made as a mom and as a person. And I can honestly say that I will be better moving forward just because of the the lessons that I've learned over this past year. So it's been an amazing, amazing summer. I'm so thankful for the opportunity uh, to push pause and to breathe. And now I'm looking forward to uh, resuming what that looks like, whether it's weekly or biweekly or once a month. I'm not exactly sure yet, but for now... I am resuming uh, podcast episodes, and I'm pumped to bring you episode 25. So skipping to today's content, uh, this episode is something that the Lord has placed on my heart for the last several months, and really something that I've been grappling with um, for a while, but more specifically as I've been reflecting uh, this summer. And it's a topic that I think many people struggle with today. Uh, I I know for a fact that they do. Uh, And it's one that could possibly turn into a mini-series or maybe take up several episodes over a course of time, and I'm not exactly sure uh, if that will happen or not. I guess time will tell, and maybe I'll say everything needed in this particular episode and not feel the need to move on. Or maybe this will strike something uh, with somebody and they want to become the next guest episode uh, for the journey. So either way, this content today is all about the word identity. And I'm sure as soon as some of you heard the word identity, you have a preconceived notion of where you think this episode might be heading. Because to be honest with you, there's so much done and said around this idea of identity and how people identify these days. And and I, I think there's so much confusion 
around identity and people often are truly searching to answer the question, who am I? And so, I mean, think about it. Like if, if you were to have to answer that question, maybe you were in an interview or just someone's like, hey, 20 questions, here it is. Who are you? Could you describe yourself? So for, for me, for example, I could say if I were to be asked, hey, describe yourself, who are you? I would probably immediately begin by giving examples of the hats I wear, the roles that I play in my everyday life. So I'm a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a worship leader, a podcast host, a teacher. The list could go on and on, right? Different things that I would say I identify as. And so when I begin to look at the list of what I would say describes who I am, I start to realize that all of those ways that I identify as a person are really based upon a relationship or a role that I play in someone else's life. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you'll know that my oldest son just graduated from high school in May and is going to college. And so now I'm a mom to an adult and a teenager. And let me tell you that no one can prepare you for that shift. The shift between being a mom of a teenager to a fresh adult is one of the most challenging things I possibly have gone through so far in my parenting career, if you will. And there's a fine line I've determined in how to interact as you want to allow your child to make adult decisions but realize the amount of limited life experience he or she might actually have require you to be more hands-on than the adult child prefers. So it's hard to know when to advise versus when to bite your tongue and essentially shut up. So you might wonder, well, what does this have to do with identity and and this content for this episode? And so let me explain. I've got some scenarios that I'd like to throw out there, all obviously personally for me, but maybe somebody will connect with it while I'm talking. So for the last 18 years, I've been a mom. I've done what I felt is best in each moment and and asked Jesus to, you know, come alongside and fill in the gaps where I lack and want to be the best example possible so that my boys grow up knowing how to love God and to love people, right? The great, uh, the great, the commandments in the Bible, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, sir, uh, your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So I've identified, if you will, as a mom of two boys. And now I'm still a mom of two boys, but I'm really a mom of two young men. And that's vastly different identity, if you will, than a mom raising two toddlers or two children or two preteens or even a, a preteen and a teen. And so there's moments over the past few months where I've questioned myself as a mother and I've wondered how I fit into the picture now that my boys are older. You know, they don't they don't need me like they used to, or, or at least how that it, it seems to me how they're feeling about the scenario. And so I I feel lost. And if I'm being honest, I feel as if my identity is no longer what it was. And so I begin scrambling for ways to connect once again with them to that feeling of being needed as their mom. And so I could go on and on about this, but I think you understand the point is that as a mom now of a young adult man and a 15-year-old teenage boy, my identity, so to speak, in being a mother has shifted based upon the need in that particular moment. And so when I think about that, I then it then leads me to think about my identity as a wife. And again, if anybody's been listening for any length of time, you know that I've been married for 20 years. And of those 20 years, now my husband and I have been together for 21, married for 20 of them. And 19 of those years have been consumed either with me being pregnant or us raising our kids. So now that our kids are getting older and empty nest appears to be around the corner in a few short years, at least three, if not four years away. And so I would have previously told you that four years is a very long time. But in reality, after going through the last four years of Zane from freshman to senior year, I realized 
it is over in a blink of an eye. So therefore, it appears to be very few years away. So I begin to ponder this role of being a wife. And now, I've been a wife for a really long time. But coming up on our 20th anniversary, days before, I kind of was getting super reflective and and pondering just, you know, the last 20 years because that's a good chunk of time. And so I was telling my husband in those moments that I was like not even sure that I knew how to be just a wife. And you might be like, what in the world does that mean? Well, I'm thinking like, and I know this sounds stupid, but I've been so focused on raising my kids and filling our schedule with their activities that sometimes the role of wife, although I'm not happy to admit it, but if I'm going to be real, I might as well be real. It hasn't been a top priority, right? So I I admitted to him through tears that I've not been what I feel is my best as a wife because my identity in being a mother or a teacher or being a whatever, fill in the blank for yourself, has been in the forefront of my thinking. And so, of course, he was kind, and I believe what he said to be true, um, but he let me know that he never felt like second place or an afterthought. But it still made me wonder about changes that I need to make so that I can best fulfill my relationship um, with my husband as his wife and this this identity of being a wife. And so it just got me all in my head thinking about, you know, how I identify and these roles that I have in my life and how really they have kind of shaped how I think about myself and, and the, the things that I do. And so then I think back over to my years as I identified as a teacher. And I can, I can tell you that it honestly consumed my every second. I would be shopping or on vacation or it, it doesn't matter where I was. I was thinking about how am I going to set up my classroom? How can I make a change to unit plans? How might I implement stations and alternative seating? And the list goes on and on. If there's any teachers out there, you know exactly what I'm saying to you. And, and so then I begin, of course, as a teacher does, what does the word identity even mean? And so it's defined as the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. So it's the being of who, who I am. And so I was a teacher. And this identity overwhelmed every aspect of my life. And then I think about, when I think about identity, honestly, I feel like any of these particular roles overwhelm every aspect of my life. And so in this particular role as teacher, I was not at my finest in being a mom and a wife because I literally didn't feel like I could have the capacity to do everything to the best. And I want to be 100% in all places. Well, that's impossible. I can't give 100% all the time, right? So someplace had to, had to lack. And it's almost like I didn't understand how to properly balance this role in order to be able to fill the other roles at the same time. And so when my teaching career ended at the end of 2021 school year, so it, for those of you who haven't listened to any other ones, I uh, taught up until May of 2021. And then so this last 2021-2022 school year was my first year out of the classroom and doing some other things. And so I remember being so mixed with emotions and it was really difficult grieving the end of that particular chapter, chapter, even though I was excited about what was to come, even though I really truly didn't know it was to come. And if I'm being honest with you, a year later, I'm still sitting in that. Um, And August 1 is approaching. And I know for me, I, I was just telling this to somebody the other day is that even though I don't have a classroom of my own and I'm not necessarily still a teacher, I still get antsy middle of July knowing like, Typically speaking, within two weeks, I would be in my room setting things up and just rocking and rolling and my summer would be coming to an end. And so I feel like I'm in that mode 
right now, even though I'm not in that mode because I don't have a classroom that I'm going to. And so everything I knew from the prior 10 years from my master's program and my teaching in the classroom, everything, all that all ended last, last May. And, and so everything I, as I knew it was coming to an end and I felt lost as my identity was no longer a teacher. And so in this next season, I kind of feel the same, like I'm losing my identity as a mom. And so I guess I should say in the capacity in which I've known it for the past 18 years. And so this is like literally rocking my world, right? The realization that my identity as a wife is changing as our family dynamic is changing. And again, that may sound strange, but like for me, I've never had my husband to myself because we didn't have that, you know, that honeymoon period where you're not, maybe you've, you were married in your first five years, you traveled and you did all the things and then you had your kids. No, within like, we, we had kids right, we got married and boom, we had kids. And so we didn't have that. And so we've never had the, just the two of us kind of feeling. And so when I say that my identity as a wife is changing, as our family dynamic is changing, that's what I'm essentially alluding to is that, um, is that I feel like things are changing. And so in saying that, I guess I'll mention that I, I do think I'm going to be doing some episodes on marriage. Uh, and there's a lot that I feel like I have to share about the topic of marriage and just being real and raw with some of the content in the episodes to come. Also hoping to have a couple guests um, join me in, in this topic of marriage. But anyways, back to identity. Um, I would say even, so let, like, let's even just take this podcast, for example. I took a few short months off. And even in that break, like I literally was reeling in my thoughts of who in the world am I and what am I doing? And so I, I was essentially not a podcast host for a handful of, of, of months. And so because I wasn't working on content and I was literally just, I didn't feel like I had anything to do. My kids didn't need me in the same way. I wasn't, I'm not a teacher preparing for anything in the classroom. And so I just, I felt like my part of my identity that was wrapped up in creating weekly content when that stopped. And so I felt lost. And so I think maybe you're hearing uh, a repeated theme here. It's just this feeling of my identity wrapped up in something, it ending and feeling lost. And so I know that's vastly different for every single person. But um, for me, I'm just giving these examples of, I guess, what's relevant to me at this particular moment. But, and I would say that as much as this summer has been a needed time of relaxation and connecting with my family, but it's also been a summer of like reflection and growth. And there is a thing about reflection and growth that's often a super painful process. You know, thinking about growing pains as you make shifts in your mindset and changes to how you go about thinking and doing things, it, it's painful. Change is not always easy. And so knowing that change is coming has been painful for me as I'm growing through this process of just grappling with all of the changes and feeling like my identity is shifting. And so as I have wrestled with this um, change, if you will, the Holy Spirit has come alongside me and has gently reminded me of who I am in Christ. And then I realize, who, who am I? What, what am I doing? You know, the Bible is so full of references about our identity in Christ. And I want to share some of them with you. Just a snippet of what it is the Bible says about who you are. So I'm going to state the truth, and then I'm going to share the reference with you. So if you want to go back and listen or read it, you can. But the first one is, I am a child of God. 
It's found in 1 John 3, 2. 1 Corinthians 3, 8 and 9 says, I am a co-worker, co-laborer of God. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 says, I am a light to others, a city on a hill. Ephesians 2.10, I am a masterpiece, God's handiwork. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I am a new creation. 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 20, I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. Colossians 1.22 and 23, I am blameless. Ephesians 1.3, I am blessed. 2 Corinthians 3.12, I am bold. Colossians 3.12, I am chosen. Zephaniah 3.17, I am delighted in. Colossians 2.10, I am enough. Acts 13.38 and 39, I am forgiven. Galatians 5.1, I am free. 1 Peter 4.10, I am gifted. Ephesians 1, 4, and 5, I am holy. And I want to speak on that for just a second. The word holy means to be set apart or to follow God. So if you're questioning how, how does that work, I am holy. I am set apart. I am choosing to follow after God. Romans 5, 1, I am justified. Romans 8, 38, 39, I am loved. Psalm 18, 35, I am made great by God. Deuteronomy 31, 8, I am never alone. 2 Corinthians 2, 15, I am pleasing. Colossians 1, 14, I am redeemed. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, I am righteous. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6, I am saved. 1 Peter 2, 9, I am set apart. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, I am valuable. And my all-time favorite, Psalm 139, 14, I am wonderfully made. So I guess I want to ask you the question again, who are you? Or what is your identity? How do you identify? And as hard as it is to not immediately jump to the roles that I play, I'm reminded that those are not the things that define or identify me. I mean, I've had plenty of labels slapped on me over the years, some good, some I'd like to forget and never think about again. Uh, And I'm sure that you can think of some things spoken over you that you've either labeled for yourself or maybe aren't necessarily encouraging and uplifting or somebody else has said to you or about you. And you've kind of just grabbed onto that as part of your identity. But when I listen to the list of what God says about me, and I'm not sure about you, but I would much rather claim that that is my identity over anything else. Sure, I will always be a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a, you name it, go on and on But in, in those roles. But no matter how much they shift or change over the years, I am still loved, chosen, called, redeemed, righteous, free, forgiven, enough. And as you heard before, the list goes on. And as long as I can remember those things and stay rooted in my identity in Christ, it doesn't matter what anyone else, or even myself, for that matter, has to say about me and who I am. Because I know that I am a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and His labels far outweigh anything this world can offer me. And I can find peace in that. And no matter how much shifting takes place within each role I feel throughout my life, I can rest assured that my Heavenly Father will never, ever change His perspective of me. And so when I think about this identity and how I identify, I think I would like for you to maybe try to make a shift of not identifying as the, um, the, thing, in, the thing that you do, but maybe who, who, who are you to your core? Who are you exactly? Because I know that in this life, things are going to change. Relationships are going to change what you do for a living is going to change. And so I think as I sign off on this episode of The Journey, my prayer for you today is that you evaluate your identity and think of your answer to the question, who am I? And that truthfully, you would go back and listen again to the truths found in the Bible. Go and highlight them in your Bible. Write them down and, and say them over you in your life. You know, the, the Bible says there's, there's uh, the power of life and death in your tongue. You know, what, 
what have you been saying over your life? And what do you need to replace it with? And I want to encourage too, and this is something that I said to somebody the other day, is don't allow yourself to get stuck in a box that you have created or maybe someone else has defined for you. And don't settle for the confusion in this thing called life. As you search for your true identity and your purpose, I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to whisper truth to your heart and mind and to fully believe each statement made. And I'm going to tell you, it might not sink in the first time, and that's okay. But keep reminding yourself of the truths and allow them to become part of who you are and how you see yourself as well. Remember, you are loved, you are chosen, you are forgiven and free, you are called according to His will and purpose for your life, and you are wonderfully made. So go do what God has called you to do and step into the fullness of His plan for your life. Well, thanks for listening to The Journey. I'd love to connect with you and hear your story and how you are journeying with Jesus. You can go to my website, leahmenzie.wixsite.com slash the-journey and click the contact tab to connect with me through the form. Email me at leahmenzie at gmail.com or check me out on Instagram and send me a private message. Until next time, journey on.